Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 188. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, and geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Hey, seriously, what the fuck is up with the weather? Um, it it's called nice fall. Alright, one at a time, people, please. It was kind of nice today for a while. Yeah. And I said it's called fall. Yeah, but it wasn't really like this last year, though. You know. Don't worry, it'll get cold next week. I know. I I'm like, well, do I wear my trench coat? I, I don't want to be like leaving in the morning wearing my trench coat and coming back sweltering like I've been walking through the Sahara Desert. Well, it's cool. I may have just start start wrapping the uh, denim jacket for the time being. Well, it's supposed to get really, really, really chilly soon. Like a 30 30 degree difference chilly. I heard about that earlier tonight. I'm not ready for it to be cold. Dude, I feel for you. I truly, truly do. We are live tonight, week of October 20th, 2014, on the Vogue Network. Here at Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. There is an IRC link. You click on that. Whatever your default chat clients will bring you right on in. Uh, check-ins are live, so come on in and check in and earn points. And come and swing by the forums. So, yeah. And either one of you getting the Pokemon Mega Bundle when it comes out next month? Nope. It's two, like, yeah, both games in a single box for the price of two games? I don't think so. Yeah, especially since the UK is getting a better bundle deal. Yeah. And people are talking about they want to get it, and I'm like, you do realize the 3DS is region locked and ain't gonna work. And then you got that one person who will import a UK 3DS just to do it. I can barely wrap my head around people buying two, like, buying both games on the same generation. True. I mean, it's not like me back in the day when I actually had a whole bunch of cheap Game Boys and was able to the hide money to get the uh, both versions. True, true. And as Rajinator says, he's saying, you know, you don't have to wear the trench coat all day if it turns hot. You could, I don't know, carry it, maybe? Uh, yeah. Carry my trench coat with my headphones and my phone with my bag slung around my shoulder. That's not gonna work. Besides, nobody carries their trench coats anymore. Yeah, I don't know anyone who carries a coat, period. And a few, they will. They will. Yeah, they will. Alright, let's go ahead and start with Ari. Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, well, the weekend I went over friends to a... Because he was having a game night and uh, they really shouldn't have gone because these people made me, made me feel like a fucking idiot. The hell, man? Just being inconsiderate and uh, making me feel stupid and Ugh. shit like that. 
Shit, man, you should have came. Maybe I should have dragged you down to Baltimore with me for the weekend. Ah, oh, that would have been fun. Uh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, the big thing this week was uh, I ended up getting a new car. That's nice. Uh huh. Got rid of the uh, 2012 Fusion because the lease was up, and that was over 20,000 miles over the. Uh, mileage agreement. <laughs> Ooh, did you have to pay it a charge on that or anything? Originally, but, you know, car dealers are more worried about getting and maintaining customers than that. Especially if you you say, they have things like, oh, there's a better deal at insert rival uh, car brand here, or say, like, it's the end of the month when uh, we got ours, so they're a lot more lenient. So, uh, so mileage fees are one of the first things that gets waived. That's cool. So yeah, now I have a a deep blue 2015 fusion. And what's the name of it? Azure Rockefeller. I like that. It doesn't have leather seats or heated seats or the moon moon roof, but uh, those weren't exactly deal breakers for me. I mean, I was at the dealership with my dad mm-hmm. because. He's been buying cars for like 30-some-odd years, so he knows what he's doing. And uh, yep. seeing him negotiate with a guy, it, it's like equal parts Roger Smith and Dean Ambrose. Oh, wow. I like that. Be- <sighs> yeah, because you have to be uh, aggressive with these kind of guys. And the, he, he has in the past you know, gotten in a shouting match with a guy then. Even, he's not one to curse, but... One of the after reports is that he called one of the guys an asshole, which I'm like, wow. Yeah, so, other than that, I'm really satisfied with the new car, and it, you know, I got I'll have it for three years instead of two. So, oh, and it's got a lot of trunk space too. So, so it'll be even more fun character taking people to and from conventions or going to work or whatnot. Say that part again. It's got a lot of trunk space. Nice. So. And part of me was like, think of all the bodies you can hide back here. To the Pine Barrens we go! <laughs> I'm not taking a brand new car to filthy ass woods. Are you kidding me? Fine, we'll, fine, we'll, take the, we'll put the bodies in Mako-chan's car. <laughs> Why my car? Because your car's ugly. Hey! <laughs> Wow. Okay, see if my ass picks, your, uh, picks you up anymore. See if I bring you crumbs. I can always order it. Yeah, but imagine how much it'll cost you to order them. Uh, about 40 bucks. Yeah. Compared yeah. to me coming down to bringing them, and you don't have to pay the 40 bucks? Yeah, but are you going to treat them right, or are you going to squish them? I always treat them right, you know Delivery that. or DiGiorno's. Yeah. It was me, Dio, the whole time! Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how things went for me. That's good. I actually know a girl named Azuri. Sweet child. I'm a little slightly off a rocker, but... Good peoples. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Meh. Yeah, don't say. Oh, dear God, it's hell week at work. <laughs> you sound like you need a drink for 20. 
Yeah, I'm waiting until after Halloween for that. My next day off, I will be enjoying at least a bottle of wine. Wait, perhaps more. Well, speaking a of, bottle. Well, That's what. Speaking of hell, we 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 got it. Uh, we got to change things around slightly. I think this is a little bit more fitting. I've known a lot of people, and I'm sure you have. Maybe you're one of them that works hard just about every day with their life. I mean, back-breaking work where you get your hands dirty. Where are you going with this? You'll see. All right, you'll hear. There's got to be something a little better after this life is over than hard work. And a little over a hundred years ago... If you don't actually get to the damn part. ...on a plantation, a slave was sitting on his cotton sack one day when his master came up and said, What Wait, are you what? doing? And he said... I was picking along on my row, and the prettiest words and the prettiest music started coming to my head. This is what happens when ideas come to me at the very last minute. vision of a chariot coming down to take me away to a better life. And he stood up for the first time and sang, Well, I'd looked over Jordan. Now, how was your week and how was your day, Mako John? Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes, really. All of that for this? Yes. Yeah, I'm done now. Oh, you're no fun. Why? I'm not talking over somebody else talking. You're no fun. Fine. Here, have your music back. I have to remember to have the MP3 rip of that in backup just in case. <laughs> anyway. Mm hmm. No, I've just been working my ass off. Today's my first day off in six days. And you get them, and you got them feet soaking in Epsom salt, huh? Oh God, no! I slept all day. Ah, mm. uh, okay. But other than that, I've been trying to get my uh, shit together, my cosplay shit together for DerpyCon. I am. Oh well, yeah, I'm still working on that too. So. Yeah, because mainly what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get my Lolita outfit together. Mm-hmm. The ladies are just about done with the Halloween rush. So they can get back to working on my dress. And I'm just trying to find a petticoat for it and not having very much luck. Well, you're probably going to have to order from... Amazon UK or for the U like Amazon order from one of the UK resellers. Oh, I know that. Yeah. There's no problem in finding it. It's getting it shipped here without it taking two months. Yeah, and when the ones that don't take two months are a lot more expensive, it was like, well, fuck, you know, it's like give or take, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is something that I wanted for DerpyCon, and their shipping is between the 24th of November and the 11th of December. Ew. And I have to ship it to the ladies so that they can actually make sure that my dress fits with the petticoat. So they wouldn't be able to work on my dress until after they get my petticoat. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Fix that. And Well, my weekend day I guess you could say it was a lot more interesting. 
sorry. Interesting that a guy who bought a car. I spent the weekend in Baltimore, and I wasn't even at a convention. Oh. What were you doing down there? I was hanging out with my friend Baltimore Lauren. She always comes up here to hang out with us. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to co- go down there and hang out with her. And it was pretty fun. There was a local convention at her college. We didn't go, but I re- but when I got back, I read a lot of my local peeps down there went. I was like, well, damn, I could I should have went. I would have caught, caught with some people I haven't heard from in a while, you know? Um, but other than that, my work week's been pretty good, you know? I'm, I've kind of... I'm no longer out of my funk at work. And what by work funk, I mean is... You know when you're working somewhere and then you kind of like... You figure out how it works. You kind of just fit right in. You just kind of rest on your laurels. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing. And I noticed my productivity has been slacking, so... And I've gotten it, and I've pulled it right back together. So that's all in good. But I do have a, a funny story to share with y'all. Oh. Yeah, I guess it's kind of sort of funny, but interesting. Now, we've all heard of Tinder, right? Yeah. So, uh, my friend Baltimore Lauren, um, she, we were all hanging out at the bar, and you know, some guy on Tinder texted her. And she was like, I'm hanging out at the bar. I'm with some friends if you want to come hang out. So he shows up. You know, we're all talking, drinking, having a good time. And you can tell the way I'm just sitting there just chilling with... And he's a, he's, he's looking at me like I'm like this massive cock block. And I'm like, dude, I'm just here to drink, dance, party, and just have a good time. So after she dropped him off and we're going back to back to my hotel to cra- so I can crash for the night, we're just laughing about how he was assuming he was going to try to get laid that night. I'm like, she's out with friends. It don't work that way, brother. And, mm. you know, and also, there was a running joke and she kept saying that I'm friends with this one person no longer... Uh, friends with. He's like, your boy. And I'm like, that's not my boy. She's like, your boy. I'm like, that's not my boy. That's not my brother. That's not my pal. That's not my broski. And that's not my guy. And it was like a running joke between us the whole damn weekend. One of my friends uses your boy when referring to, like, pro wrestlers I either I like or that, that he doesn't like or he likes that I don't like. Mm. It gets very annoying. Uh, some people just don't know when to quit it. Mm-hmm. Alright. That's about it. We got some news coming up, and there's going to be a slight change in the rundown. I'll, break, I'll discuss that when I get back. When we get back. So... We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to rock and roll. And I hope you like sort of the theme of tonight's podcast. Since, after all, Halloween is like, in what, three days? About. Something like that. Yeah. So, turn that up. We'll be back.
So like I said, there was going to be a slight change in the news for tonight. Because something else happened to pop up, you know, not immediately before tonight's broadcast, but a couple of days prior. Interesting, I'd say, cosplay fuckery, if you will. Costu, I remember that stuff. We all do, my good Ari. We all do. Alright. First things first. I had to pull it off my Facebook so I could find it. Now... We've heard of ACBC, Atlantic City Boardwalk Con, correct? I haven't. You haven't? Hmm. It doesn't sound familiar. Well, they've been advertising this convention for about a good two years, give or take. Yeah, they haven't had the convention yet, and there's only one confirmed guest. Yeah. And now tickets are available. Now, does anybody know what major event happens at Atlantic City? You're talking about the old Miss America pageants. Yes, I am. Because ACBC, Atlantic City Boardwalk Con, is having the Miss Cosplay USA pageant. What? Yeah. I'm serious about that. So, the Miss America pageant, only with cosplayers instead of evening gowns and whatnot. You know what? It is? It's probably going to be just like a normal pageant, but the f- they're going to come out like in their finest cosplay dresses and so forth, you know, with matching gowns and swimsuits and stuff, you know. So it's going to be a masquerade on a much larger scale then. Yeah, but it's for the females. Which is stupid. Mm, well, it is Ms. Cosplay, so it's kind of understandable. Yeah, it's still stupid. Alright, What? why do you think it's stupid? Well, I guess it... Mainly for the fact that cosplay is so inclusive to everybody or at least it should be right right to have it be miss cosplay seems a little uh non-inclusive true not to mention that putting the miss or ms or mrs before it um shortens the complete standard of who can actually participate if you're looking at it from a competition of uh, you know that kind of caliber unless the title is is set up as a non-sequitur you mean general neutral yeah no 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 not general neutral I'm just saying it's like miscos it's just a title you know, it's not to mean like only single. You know, women. It's just a title. You know. Uh, then that's stupid. Uh, maybe I am curious about it. I will show up with a flask just to see how it is. I mean, yeah, because if they go by the rules and regulations for the Miss or Ms. Miss America, you have to be between the ages of seventeen and twenty-four. 
Correct. What are the ages of most of the top, uh, I want to say, quote-unquote professional cosplayers? <sighs> Mid-20s at least? 25 to 30 or even... Yep. Old. Yep. So you're not including any of them in a Miss Cosplay contest. Okay. Unless also, you doesn't do... doesn't Miss America have to be single? Or was I reading that wrong? I don't know that they have to be single, but they can't be married. Yeah. Um, there is a Ms. America pageant, and that is specifically for people that are 26 years of age and up. Mm-hmm. And it does not matter if they are single, divorced, or married. Fair enough. Okay. So, I mean... If they're just going to name it something like that, then that's one thing. But if they're going to actually be pulling the rules from for who can actually compete, uh, they are narrowing it down to the basically some of the people that are just coming into it. Because a lot of the people that are already into it that have been winning competitions that would probably actually be eager to do something like this are all going to be out of that age range. And, and also, and another thing that was brought up on my Facebook about this, the physical looks of the cosplayers. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I don't, I don't even know how they're going to do the rules. And a few people are kind of not foaming at the mouth or like questioning because there's some, I guess, famous person that's attached to this or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I I think the entirety of this basically should just not happen. It's going to be one major, major clusterfuck of shit. Then that means it's perfect to show up a little bit twisted. I don't even know that I would want to watch this totally, completely balls-ass drunk. Mm, maybe. Because no amount of alcohol will help me through any of the cosplay TV reality shows. But it's fun to try and find an amount that will. True. Yeah, I'd probably have to be dead for that to happen. Ari, get the shotgun. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. No, my whole thing is I I would want to go and see something that is extremely inclusive. Um, something like a, a, a U.S. competition based on, like, the, the cosplay competitions in Japan. Well, Reed had that at New York Comic Con called the World East Coast Championships of Cosplay. Um, I heard results, uh, it wasn't even all that. So we'll just leave it at that. So, as well, yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, if they took, say, World Cosplay Summit mm -hmm. and brought in teams and just did something like U.S. Cosplay Summit, True. I think I would enjoy it a hell of a lot more because then you were taking top-tier performers yeah, but, 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 of any age, of any gender, of any nationality and, you know, look, 
and having them perform. Then in that case, I might not want that. Let's not have that because we have that at every single masquerade. The only difference is it's not well organized. This is something that's slightly different. Of course, we all know it's going to most likely crash and burn, but I like to see it go through it from the start. I don't know. I think what it's calling for, we already have. If you're going to go out there and you're going to strut your stuff and you're going to be in cosplay, isn't that basically what Hulk cosplay is? Something like Sounds that. Sounds like it. Yeah, but they're... So ma- then what's the point? They're adding elements of an actual pageant into it. And also, to go back to what you said about or of a U.S. version of the World Cosplay Summit, I'm all for that, but don't call it a friggin' summit. Last I recall, cosplayers were not gathering around the world in Japan to trade information on the latest techniques on, on fabrics, okay? Or sewing. Actually, oh. they do. What? Huh. Yeah, the whole the whole thing of everybody going there, they start learning about the culture. They it's you know cultural exchanges. I'm not which is which is what something like the Miss Universe and Miss World are supposed to be. That you're gathering all of these girls from all over the world to compete. They're supposed to be an exchange of you know ideas and values and things like that. Except that most of these girls are bubble-headed airheads. Well, yeah. Whereas the people going to the cosplay summits, they are, you know, that year's top pick from whatever country they happen to be from. And these people, they talk. They exchange ideas. They exchange, you know, it, it, it's it's not... It's not going to a convention and finding somebody that goes, well, fuck you. I'm not telling you how I made this because I don't want you doing it. Mm, well, maybe. Well, Am I the only one worried about what kind of talents these cosplayers will put on? No, you're not. You're and not the not only they'll one. Be, they'll do them in or out of character? No, you're not. One of my friends says if he could go in and crossplay, he would do a friggin' burlesque act. And I would just, seriously, I'd be in the front row cheering for his ass. Oh, this ought to be good. Yeah, and as uh, Ranger Serena said earlier, will there be a swimsuit portion? Will boys be dressed as guys from Free Run Out in the middle of it and start making out? Only in your wildest imaginations. And let's just leave it right where that is. I don't know. I think... The, the way some people this is really poor, in other words. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it is. I think the way that some people want this to be, it's going to crash and burn. I, I think the way that this needs to be, nobody will accept. Yeah, I don't honestly. I don't think it should. The need shouldn't be there because we already have that. I think it should go the way they want it to, just for trial and error. Because you damn well know half the people showing up are just going to see how bad it's going to crash. And burn. Actually, I, I wouldn't be surprised if half the people showing up are looking at tits. Of course they are. Well, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you know, hey. All right, and now we have the other bit of news. This is something uh, interesting. Now, as you know, lately there's been a whole gamut of GoFundMes and Kickstarters and Indiegogos coming out of the cosplay community. Like we had one, I think we talked about 
last week, uh, Karen Sakai, who did a GoFundMe for bigger boobs, and that was quite the clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. And the obvious parody of a guy who wanted a bigger dick. Yeah, I was saying to uh, Chibi Tifa about that. If he did, if he worried more seriously, then it would not have been yanked so quickly. But also, there are cosplayers who are doing fundraising like this for type, for various fundraisers as well, which I can understand. It's cool, you know. You show, you know, you raise money to go to this event and half the money you raise through the crowdfunding goes to this charity and you show up in your character which is cool. I like that. There is this girl. I am not giving out her real name nor am I giving out her cosplay name but if you're on my personal Facebook you were there for the popcorn and soda for this couple of days ago. I might be nice and show it. Who knows? Who cares? But she is raised. She's crowdfunding for a mermaid tail, like the costume piece, something like that. You can actually get a specially made mermaid tail to wear for better swimming and cosplay and so forth. I know a couple of female cosplayers with one. Now she wants this so she can do like this raise money for this organization there's this disability I forget the name of it where your pretty much your legs are fused together and they kind of grow together and it causes like your internal organs to not develop properly Ugh. yeah it's so rare that three people in the entire world have it and unfortunately one passed a couple of years back now if more people had it, had this disease, I can understand this. I can. But when there's only two people, you're like, something is kind of fishy. Long story short, it this was pretty much nothing more than a scam for her to raise money because she doesn't want to go out and get a job. What a charmer. Yeah, especially when you have a kid. Yes, and as Anson um, Mark says, Serenomelia, that's um, that's the disease. That's, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, it's bad enough cosplayers... Oh, God, are... I just did a Google search for it, and I immediately regret it. Why? Because some of the images that popped up are... Yeah, it's yeah, kind of nasty looking. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother. But um, my thing is, I mean, it's bad enough today's generation of cosplayers are starting to act like they're entitled for these crowdfundings so you could give them money so they can buy make costume, or buy costume instead of them having a job and getting their own. But this scam like this, that's just ridiculous. Plus, this person brought in, trying to Tie it to the March of Dimes. What <laughs> the fuck? How does that work? Well, she does was... Does it work? She was saying she was doing this for the March of Dimes. Originally, she said she was doing this for this other organization. I mean, talk, coming from somebody who has done a couple of scams in their day, who has relatives 
who have done shit like this. My thing is this. I respect the game. I'll respect the hustle. But if I smell it fishy, I will call you out for it. And if you can't own up to it, then you know what my personal opinion is of you. Now, I mean, if you're going to do something like this, at least have all your information laid out properly. That way people can't go back and poke holes into your story. But then again, not everyone who pulls a scam are very are that intelligent and they get caught right away. This is why they're pulling a scam, because they can't do legit work. Right. And as Ranger Serena says, there's a special place in hell for her where Grell dry humps her. Wow. Not sure if that's a good thing or not. Yeah, I'm not sure that some people would be upset about that. Exactly. Now she's dry humping you with the um with the chainsaw. No. I'm not sure that some people would be upset with that. Oh god damn it, Mako Chan. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> there are kinks out there that yeah. you know I know. I know. My big it's... thing is oh, <laughs> I get she wants a mermaid tail. Mm-hmm. Um at the same time it, it, it's just <sighs> disturbing yes well it's disturbing the the way that she's going against it i mean when people start doing and pulling shit like this it's i don't know questions your faith in humanity yes well yeah it's it also questions my faith in you know just about any system out there that teaches people because i mean Common sense is you get your story straight first. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is seriously sure my biggest mindfuck. Sorry, I'm sure this one went out to Hollywood. She could probably find a plastic surgeon demented and crazy enough to try this, to try a surgery herself. I you wouldn't I mean? be surprised if there are already people out there that do it. Yeah. Yeah. If there's if, if there are enough surgeons and people out there to make a guy look like a freaking tiger, I would not be surprised that there are people that would sew legs together. Yeah. I mean, it's actually sort of already done because there are corset piercings. Mm-hmm. And some of them get them done so that the legs are tied together. It's, you know more bondage fetish than anything else, but it's done. Alright. Enough about that. Let's let's get on with the show. Um whoo. Now speaking of dumb shit as you notice, there have been a lot. You notice there's a high number of conventions popping up all over the place, but also on the same token, a lot of these number of conventions are starting to fall upon each other because evidently some people are like, "Well, if they can run a convention, so can we." Yeah. They follow the leader mentality. Yeah. Except uh, that they don't know their ass from a hole in the wall. Exactly, and Ari, your mic is cutting in and out. You're starting to sound a little robotic. That better? Yes. Okay. Okay, then. We have a convention called EpicCon. I mean, for a convention called EpicCon, it better be pretty damn epic. 
It, See what you did there. <laughs> well, this past weekend, while while we were all off doing things, there was a convention called EpicCon Ohio Geek Fest that was happening in Dayton, Ohio. They had tons of guests to appear. And None of them did. Pretty much. It's, so what else happened? It's pretty much they're not appearing due to various reasons, such as you know, not they're not paying the the appearance fees, or they're making some of the guests. Well, you pay for the flight, and we'll reimburse you. Part of me would be like, ooh, like ooh, cool, free first class flight. Yeah, but if it's that type of con, they might is it's like pulling teeth in order for you to uh, get the money back on that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty much what as long story short, it's just nothing but contractual failure by the con itself. And I'm I'm just like I, I'm not surprised this happened, but at the same time I I am surprised. The thing is a lot of conventions want to start out big and roll from there. You can't start out big. You gotta start out small and then Build your rep and then expand out. You think, know your limits too. Yes, you think Otakon, SCCC, AX, Acon, and a few other conventions were overnight successes just like that? No, they started small. It's pretty much this is a con. That the guy pretty much took the money and ran more or less. Lovely. Because there is talk. Um, of a possible class action lawsuit against the convention. I'm not surprised. Yes. What? Breach of contract by so many guests. And also the vendors were having the same issues as well. I guess with all these people canceling out, guests, Congo decided not to go. So the future of this con is non-existent. Pretty much. If there's a 2015, I'll be just as shocked as anybody else. But it seems that a few people went and did and did have a good time, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's more them trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Yes. Not nearly as bad as DashCon, though, right? Oh. The running trend with DashCon is almost every con is putting in a ball pit. Oh, they're going to beat the hell out of that choke, aren't they? Yeah. Let's move on. Next up on the list is is Lupin the Third. Mako, why don't you take that since you're like our resident uh, Lupin fan. Actually, more Fujiko fan, I know you are, but it's kind of yeah. I, I like me some Lupin. I know you do. <laughs> Alright, if I can get this freaking thing to load. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not loading. There we go. Good. No, it loaded the wrong one. How the hell did it load the wrong one? Your computer realizes it's going to be re upgraded soon, and it's like, 
is being is is trolling you because of that. Well, the really funny thing is, it loaded the Tenchi Muyo on. Because your computer knows you so well. Yeah, well, I'm still trying to Let get it take loaded. The, uh... Take it, take it, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I got it loaded now. Okay. Sort of. Right. No, now everything just froze. No, everything just froze. There we go. So, yeah, um, Pixar and Walt Disney, um, the best the animation studios, John Lustier, give a speech on Friday on the profound effect director Hayako... Uh, Hi... Uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki. And Japanese culture had on his life and career. After his speech, um, basically, he presented the Tokyo International Film Festival audience with a sneak peek of the upcoming Cars 3 film. And basically what is going on is um, in the movie Lupin the Third, The Castle of Cagliostro... The car that Lady Clara Clarice um, owns and drives is a Citroen 2CV. Uh, that act, that car is actually going to make a uh, a cameo in Cars 3. Ooh, that's pretty good. Nice. So yeah, that really fancy car that is in the chase scene of the movie. Uh, the car itself is actually Miyazaki's first vehicle. <laughs> so it's basically an homage to... Miyazaki. Uh, yeah, so it's basically an homage to Miyazaki and... Basically it was his first uh, directing of a movie. So I think that's kind of awesome. It's very awesome. And will probably be the only car in Cars 3 that I actually give a shit about. Take that, Mater. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Yeah. And speaking of shots fired, <laughs> it's like the song knows 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 you pretty well. Hmm. Yeah. What was it? It's a fan tribute to me to put an old 19, 1991 Buick Century in, in the film. Ari, what like did you heart. say? You're breaking up again. You're sounding robotic again. My first car was a 1991 Buick Century with about 120,000 miles and a big hole in the middle of the steering wheel where the airbag used to be. So, oh. yeah, put that in there as a tribute to me. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. We we know you are good, sir. And if we go to the chat room at at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster goes, Cagliostro is awesome. I should watch that again. And still, Cars Three, really? And the it's money maker. Yep, it prints money. And to go back to our prior article, Serenity fourteen eighty eight is talking. Failcon, ball pit cosplay, now Ebola cosplay. Yes, there is an Ebola Chan someone drew up, and now Pete girls are are cosplaying it. Because she's adorable. Well, yeah, I can see that. But then all of those little mascot Lolita people are adorable. And then they'll either then they'll probably get you killed. Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Death by my way. I'm sure that some Japanese fascists would love to go out like that. Yeah, there was going to be 
the big Moe death, and then Killer Kill came around and said, Nope! None of this! None of this! <laughs> uh, Alright, um... Ari, you want to take the next one? Sure thing. Okay. Okay. Ai Tenshi Muyo gets, an anim- gets a manga adaptation. The December issue of Kodansha's Monthly Shonen Series is announcing on Saturday, on Saturday that the new Tenshi Muyo anime series Ai Tenshi Muyo will receive a manga adaptation in the magazine starting in the January issue on November 26th. Yame's original creator is credited with the original story and Haru, Haru Nagazato will draw the manga. Five-minute anime series premiere on Tokyo MX on October 6th. The series is expected to run for 50 episodes. In the anime story, the world is in trouble because Washu is stirring up trouble again. Damn it, as... Washu. <clears throat> Sorry. In order to save the world from crisis, Tenchi goes undercover as a teacher in a girls' school. However, many problems arise as Tenchi is predisposed to finding trouble. Hmm. So, character design designer Suzuhito Yatsuda, who also does Duradara, Durarara, and Yokozuro Quartet, designing characters for the new series. And Hiroshi Nagishi from Tenchi Universe and Saber Marionette J returned to the franchise to direct. Well, as long, I, I did like those two anime, so I have some faith in it. But, uh. Mako, have you seen any of the uh, I Tenchi Muyo stuff? I have not. I wanted to wait until a couple of episodes came out, seeing as how they're only five minutes each. Mm hmm. So you can't really get a good read on its quality yet? Well, I mean, they're five-minute episodes. It's... As much as it is a Tenchi anime, the main thing of what it is is a a show to get people to come and visit a town so that they can look at things and go, oh, I recognize that. Oh, I recognize that. So the it's it's not something that I want to you know oh I have to watch this five minute episode oh I have to watch this five minute episode I'll wait until there are a couple and just sit down for 30 minutes and watch you know Mm -hmm. sounds about right wait so it's so it's pretty much like a tourism board with a good anime budget yes huh I mean, it, it's basically a commercial. It just happens to be commercials that tell a story. Mm-hmm. Not the worst I've heard. No, and I mean, if you look at things, we've had commercials like that in the U.S. Granted, it's a real commercial, so you only get 30 seconds or 45 seconds at a shot, but they're, you know, continuing commercials that... Every month or so, they change up what the commercial is, and you get this entire story out of it. Kind of like a, how Stephen Colbert is hawking pistachios. Yeah. yeah. And then each commercial after that gets more and more and more weird. But you have to understand, yeah. pistachios are tasty and they're awesome. I'm I don't not like a fan. pistachios. Mm. You're in a minority here, excuse the pun. I'm always the goddamn minority. Like, I am the goddamn Batman. Well, I, I, that I had that thought form in my head. I'm like, hey. oh, God, there's no way I'm going to be able to stop this from coming out of my mouth. 
So sorry about that. It's all good. None taken. Okay, let's see. Moving right along. Let me reopen the page here. Wrong one. Okay. Aha, this is something interesting. Eight anime characters to cook for you at your own risk. I've looked at this list. Three of them you should look out for. And one of them you might might send you to your deathbed. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase sweatshop. And a couple of these are no surprise whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, number one, I saw that, and I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, I, ha I, have to, I have to put that up there for Ranma. Yeah, I, 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 and I'm glad that you did. Yeah. So, shall we take turns reading them off? If I can get it to load. I'll start with number one. Of course okay. you will. Number one is Akane Tendo from Ranma One Half. I mean, in uh, the OVA, is. there is a C. There is an OVA that's dedicated to cooking. When Kasumi is sick, they figure out what to do. Akane's like, I'll take the charge of cooking. Ranma and Genma pack up and like, fuck this shit. We are like, out. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> And Akane's like, where do you think you're going? And Ranma goes, is it obvious? We're going far, far away where your cooking can't hurt us. And she starts beating him up. And she's like, you don't even know it's toxic. You, no, she she goes, Wait. you have, no. She says to him, you haven't even tried it. He looks at her and goes, I don't have to try it to know it's toxic. And only one time her cooking was actually phenomenal. One time. In a follow-up OVA where Akane goes to Ryugenzawa and Ranma follows, she cooks for Shinosuke. And there's this what's thing called the Water of Life. Pretty much, it makes things really good. She prepped and cooked with the Water of Life, and the food was tasty. And there's only one person in the series who will validate Akane's cooking, and that's Ryoga, because he is in love with her. Yeah. Who'd like to I go? I love the image on this on the page too. Yeah. Alright, number two. Asnu Kakarosaka. Dude, you're breaking up again. Asuna Kagurazaka. Nagima. How's that? No, it's like something is sucking up your your bandwidth, man. Lovely. I have not seen Nagima, but uh, I guess I'll have to take their word for it. Mm-hmm. If you see a green cake that screams in pain whenever you cut into it, Leave the room and call for help immediately. Just saying. Wait, did that actually happen? Probably. I've yet to see Negima. If she wants, if she says she wants to make one a cake and it's not, you stay the hell away. 
Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Marco? Uh, trying to get it to load. Oh, there we go. Good, 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 good. Nope. Water Fox is frozen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> brace yourself. Your, is schizophrenic. Brace yourself. Your browser's going to freeze. Oh, nope. There it is. It's going to go. Nope. It's going to freeze. Nope, nope, nope. Here's a site. Nope, nope. Sorry. Nope. Yeah, I don't. It's probably because I haven't actually rebooted in forever. Mm. So now all of this shit is doing shit that I don't want it to. Don't worry. When the new upgrades come through, you have less to worry about with that. So, number three, Kaoru Kamiya from Roroni Kenshin. Uh, I guess what we should really learn from this list is that anyone involved in martial arts shouldn't ever be allowed to cook. <laughs> Learning both at the same time is clearly impossible. We'll look past the fact that apparently Kenshin can do it just fine. Yeah... And what's the name of the little kid that runs around in Kenshin? I cannot remember his name. Yahiko? Yeah, Yahiko. He's actually said to uh, Karu that her cooking sucks. Okay. And knowing him, he probably said it as tactfully as possible. Tactful as a rock to your skull. <laughs> Number four, Sanjinin Nagi from Hayate the Combat Butler. Abuse of ingredients seems to be the most common problem among these cooks. Well, I suppose that depends on what you define as ingredients. How do you feel about detergent instead of cooking oil? What? what? Yes. Or how about demolishing the kitchen while you're making chocolate? Oh, Nagi, you better off, st you better off sticking with gaming for the time being. Yeah. Okay, number five, Orihime Bleach. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I've there's seen a it. clip here, but I don't think my browser can handle it at the don't. moment. It's, honestly, there's not a whole lot to say, but for those of you who don't already know, watermelon is a fruit. I haven't watched Bleach, so I don't really know the context of that I statement. I have. She doesn't really know how to put things together. If she said, Yeah, she... She basically puts together whatever the hell she wants to. Hmm. Like a little kid trying to cook for himself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, number six. Uh, Himeji from Baka and Test. Sometimes, appearances can be deceiving. Not all terrible food has to be a green, slime-oozing monstrosity. Sometimes it's just a bento. Sorry, did I just did I say just a bento? No, no, my friends. This is Himeji's bento, a veritable death machine that summons men to their graves. I don't care how cute it looks on the outside. Whatever you do, don't eat it. Don't even smell it. That bad, huh? Mm. Yeah. I've walked into there because I've walked into my house where I used to live and. Had those type of smells coming out of my house, but I could not leave. Damn. 
Number seven, Nia from Gurren Lagan. There's something to be said about finding a special someone who likes your cooking, regardless of the taste and regardless of what anyone else thinks. Nia is lucky. Her cooking left an entire crew in pain and somehow Simone could eat it and tell her that he liked it. And he was telling the truth to boot. Sounds like Akane and Ryoga. Her cooking still frightens some, but if you find someone who can eat it happily, there's got to be some fate at work there, right? Right? <sighs> And what do we got next? Oh, number eight, Saber from Fate Stay Night. Guess being a king means you don't have to worry about cooking. Maybe I'd explain Saber's chopping technique, which involved bringing the kitchen knife down like a sword for each cut to that damn carrot. Or as it's known as on the internet, an episode of regular ordinary Swedish meal time. <laughs> person she was cooking for teaches her how to cook, but I'd still be wearing, wary of anyone taking Excalibur to lunch. Oh, yeah. Let me cut that sandwich for you! No, 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 that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. She's screaming something in Swedish and then just obliterating the table with an axe or a sword. And the Swedish chef look, just peering over, going, Bork? <laughs> <laughs> God. And so, um, to, to go back really quick to the uh, Aitenshi Muyo mm-hmm. thing, there are 17 episodes out. You want to know something? I totally forgot that it, that it premiered already. Yeah. It's not even on our radars, is it? Well, you almost Well, have... I didn't realize I, I didn't realize that it was a Monday through Friday thing. I thought it was a once a week thing mm-hmm. and that they would just keep re-airing it. Well, now you have about an I hour... didn't realize that they were t- Hmm. Now you have about an hours worth of anime to catch up with. 17 episodes? Uh... A little bit over an hour. That's about Yeah, hour I guess. And a half. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was one every day. I thought mm. they were gonna be spreading it out a hell of a lot longer. But hey, that works for me. It's I Tenchi Muyo Monday through Friday, starting at five, right here on this network. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com to refer back to some issues with the podcast we were having. Uh, Rageinator says, all that torrenting of porn is sucking up Ari's bandwidth. That's the issue. And Ari <laughs> says, I don't torrent porn, as Serenity doesn't believe him. Ari, look. Of course they don't. If you're torrenting porn, that's fine by me. Just turn it off for your broadcast. I mean, Sky has called Loki out several times for doing that while they were broadcasting, so. This thing can barely hold together with the podcast sometimes, much less run a bit to our client. Like a North Korean space shuttle? <laughs> Ouch. Very much. Speaking of porn, I'm going to take this one. Of course you would. Of course I am. So, um, I don't know how many people have heard about this, but a couple days back, 
Robul Hoku, a 39-year-old resident of Middlesbrough, England, was given a... Um, basically, he was sentenced to prison for possession of, quote-unquote, child pornography. Basically, what it is... Um, they, he he was uh, uh, he was under arrest and prosecuted two years ago for similar things, but England is cracking down very very heavily on what they believe to be child pornography. Seriously, um, basically what it is is it's this is um, just manga, which it's hentai manga. Uh-huh. But because because the girls look young, they are calling it child pornography. Um, it was pointed out that Japan's recently passed child pornography law also forbade possession of sexually explicit images of children, but emphasized that manga and anime are creations without real children anywhere. They aren't even close to the law's purpose of protecting children from sexual exploitation and abuse. Instead, they blur the purpose and hinder it. He went on to suggest that the Japanese law would eventually be applied to manga and anime as well. Mm. If they were just asked if sex acts and school uniforms were okay or no good, almost all Japanese would say no good. In other words, without appropriate explanation, created material is destined for regulation regulation eventually. Um, so yeah, so basically he had legal manga, mm-hmm. um, or at least legal to legal in other places. But right. this this basically what they did was uh, make it illegal to have manga where the girls that are having sex or even the boys that are having sex um, look underage. Mm-hmm. Even if it explicitly states in the warnings that they are above age because they look like children, um, if you are in possession of these manga or just pictures on the internet or doujin that somebody else has drawn, um, you can be arrested for child pornography. Ugh. That's just great. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. It sounds like they're they're deliberately uh, taking liberties with the interpretation of the law. Yeah. Well, that is England for you. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if that follows to other places, including the U.S. Um, because they are very much for saving the children's. Except or for, you least... know, when they're starving in the streets and shit like that. In other words, they want to be seen but... thinking that they're saving the children. Yes. They want to be seen as doing something because obviously they can't catch the dirty bastards that are, you know, fapping to actual child's pornography. So they get the the manga that the girls happen to be in school uniforms, which we know of a lot of hentai where the school uniforms are worn in college. Mm-hmm. But because, oh, you wouldn't be wearing a school uniform in college, so that must mean that they're making you think that they're younger. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so because in your brain, you may be thinking, oh, she looks cute and young, you are watching child pornography. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how logic works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's called more logic, less common sense. Yeah, so, I mean, how long before uh, non-explicit things get passed as child pornography? Again, it'll be misinterpreted so that it can be, you know, taken that way. Yeah, because, I mean, look at something as sort of innocent as Host Club. Yes. Honey Senpai. Where, yeah. Well, not even just Honey Senpai. They're all underage, technically. True. Honey Senpai is of age. Honey and Mori are the only ones that, well, they're in their last year of high school. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're of age. Okay. But they're the ones closest to 18, and one of them looks like he's 12. Granted, nothing is done nothing is said explicitly but their entire service to the school is to you know flirt with women and mock date them and things like that so where's where's the next step in something like this hey you got a point there all right Enough about that. Let's try <laughs> to get things kind of sort of back on, on the third track or something. We are going to go ahead and open the G Skype line. If you want to talk to us about anything on tonight's episode or something else, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are limited to two minutes, and I mean it. And while that is pr- And while that's being set up, we're going to go ahead and go into the open forum topic. What is the open forum topic, you ask? Well, it's where we at Anime Jam Session ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. And we won't use your real name unless you want us to or something like that. If I know you and I know you have a pen name, I will use that so you have nothing to worry about. This week's open forum topic is Halloween. Anime comes in all kinds of genres that can be watched at almost any time of the year. What anime do you watch for Halloween to get spooked or for comedic purposes that fits? From Ranger Serena, for fun of it, uh, Dance on the Vampire Bund. For Light Creeps, Hellgirl. From Jeff B., for humor, ghost stories, and that's something I have watched, and that, duh, that is ridiculously funny. It's like one of the funniest dubs that have ever come out of ADV, and I have got to get the rest of that box set. Mm-hmm. For more serious stuff, he likes Neuro Rise of the Yokai Clan, Helsing Ultimate, and right now Makachan's go is clapping because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Yu Yu Hakusho. That is a good one. That is a, that that is a that's a good one to watch. From, and from Serenity 1488, Soul Leader, 
and bleach. All right, what about y'all? Maki, you want to go first? <laughs> Keep it um, quick, please. Yeah, I know. When I actually have time I for Halloween, I will marathon Helsing, um, both series. I mm-hmm. will marathon... Um, not just specific anime, but I will go through because most of those, most anime that I watch has a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. So I will go through the different animes that have Halloween episodes and watch those as well. Gotcha. Ari. And Haunted oh. Junction. Oh yeah, Haunted Junction is a funny one. Ari. Honestly, I never really thought to uh, you know watch stuff on a uh, Halloween. Just watch anime on Halloween just because. Hey, it's Halloween. And honestly, it never really came to mind for me. You know something? Same here. I haven't. I don't really do it for Halloween. Christmas, on the other hand, you know. But um. Yeah, I do it for Christmas too. But yeah. I, I I love my spooky my spooky uh, anime. Devil May Cry is another one that I watch. I'm almost tempted to react. If I have time. I'm almost tempted to reactivate my PlayStation Plus just like so finish playing through the American Devil May Cry. I ain't stopping you. No, I'm I ain't drop I am not dropping 20 bucks for 3 months for that. I'm just not in the mood for that. But I have to admit, the soundtrack to the game is pretty awesome. No lie. Soundtrack's good. Game kind of sucked. Game is alright. It's you know, it's sort of like if you play the Secret of Mana series and you play Secret of Evermore, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Or if you play Final Fantasy and then you play um, Mystic Quest, you're like, the fuck is this shit? Um, we hear in the chat room, um, Murder Princess is one. Uh, yeah. And more grievance on Haunted Junction. And we hear Escape from Lavender Town. I think that's like a haunted variant of Pokemon or something like that. Yeah, there's this whole story that goes along with it. It's a creepy pasta. I'll just we'll uh-huh. just leave it at that. Wow. Skype line's kinda quiet tonight. Oh well. We get I mean more time to talk about weird Japanese stuff? No. That means we get to move along a little bit quicker. Well, okay then. Alright, and in the chat room, ActDev says, hey, 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 Mystic Quest is awesome. Better than Final Fantasy X. Yeah, I said it. Come at me, bro. First things first, I, I agree, agree with him. I agree. Mystic Quest is better than ten because the main reason why I never played ten, I don't want to deal with fucking Titus. And I find it funny when they were when the remastered came out, people were talking about they wanted to sell off the 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 Blu-ray with ten on it. And I'm like, ten and ten two are on one disc. And you know what else is also you know what else is better than Final Fantasy ten? No, no, no. I mean another another thing you compare to that instead of Final Fantasy ten. What? Final Fantasy VIII. That game was horrible. I liked it. See, so my I point is... Ex- over 10. My point exactly. No, I actually... I played 10 over 8. Fuck that. 
I liked both of them. And of course you do, pet, 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 pet. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I there hasn't really been a Final Fantasy that I didn't like. Mm. You haven't played 13 yet. Or 13 too, or whatever. Ha- Actually, I have played. I, I I have played 13. Oh, okay. I own 13. The Final Fantasy Corridor. Yeah. And Rageator says, don't make me have Ranma, Black Wolf of Sky played crazy chunkable nonstop on loop. First things first, Rageator, what the hell makes you think I will play crazy chocobo? What makes you think I don't already have it? Anywho. News from Japan, people? Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Maka, you're kind of all over the place with this one. Hey, I I was finding some of the stuff funny. Well, you do That's have all a, that mattered to me. Well, you you do have a sick sense of humor, so. Yeah, it's a little bit twisted. Just a, a little, little bit twisted. Just a little. Yeah, just a little. Sometimes I wonder what goes on inside your head. And I think if I crack your skull open, it'll be the Animaniacs running around. That's a very, very good possibility, actually. Oh, fuck me. Okay. I'm going to take the first one. Man attacks student, steals her skirt in Ibaraki. What? Good, that's the most normal of all of them. Oh, God! What a charmer. Ari, you call most of them charmers. What does that say? Me yeah, what does it say when I say that that's the normal one of the list? Yeah. Which means it's going to be awesome or it's going to suck. <laughs> She's going from suck to blow. The article? No, I'm just quoting. I, I know you are. Yeah, I'm just I know. Right, in Ibaraki, a 15-year-old girl was assaulted by a man who stole her school uniform and skirt in and Su- and Tsukuba, Ibaraki Prefecture. According to the police, the girl was walking to school when a man came up behind her, grabbed her by the shoulders, and started punching her in the face. When the girl fell to the ground, the assailant removed her skirt and then ran away. The girl used her phone to call the cops. She was taken to the hospital with a broken nose. The assailant is described as being in his 30s or early 40s, chubby, about 170 centimeters tall, and was wearing a black jacket with gloves. Police say the attack took place in a farming area, and there was no one else around at the time. How convenient for this asshole, huh? Uh, And that's the normal one. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) You can take the next one. And Dungeon I Buster figured as much. Dungeon Buster goes the most in quotes the most normal out of all of them. Shudder. Yeah, so uh number two. Three Chinese men are arrested for buying too many diapers. Stop. Stop Power time. No. This is my towel. I, you can't see this. Because this is great radio, but I'm throwing it. I'm throwing my towel. Slash towel. 
So what's the context yeah. of these guys getting arrested for buying diapers? Oh, it's just normal, you know, buying diapers, except that they, uh, in a five-day span, the men bought 990 packs of disposable diapers. What? From 267 stores. Um, basically what they are is, uh, they're bootleggers. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, they, the company that they are buying from is a very popular company um, in both China and Japan. However, the Chinese product that comes out is uh, not as, I guess... Um, it's inferior to the yes. Japanese product. According to them, it's inferior. So basically, these people have been going into Japan, <coughs> buying out the diapers and sending them back to China to restock their shelves at home and sell them for a 50% increase. <coughs> you see, the way you phrased that, with the last one being the, the first one being the most normal one, you were making me think that, oh god, these guys have a really, really strange fetish, don't they? That's Oh no, I mean, it, it's... It's just, it's very weird. It's very crazy, because it's freaking diapers. I'm not going to want to stay in a store that has Hoggles brand diapers on the shelves. As, you know, bootleg Huggies. Mm. Mm. That's the joke. Yeah, so this is uh, the Mary's brand diaper. So, yeah, it's, uh... It's a little weird, but not something that uh, isn't, I guess, commonplace. I just thought it was hilarious that they bought 990 packs of diapers in five days. Yeah, we got a lot of kids. We uh, run a daycare center. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. That's one hell of a daycare center you got, sir. Mm-hmm. At least I'm trying to come up with a flimsy excuse. These guys are like, yeah, they're probably like, yeah, and? Hey, Ari. Huh? Remember we mentioned to you earlier about torrenting porn? <laughs> yeah, why? Take the last article. Have fun with us. Yes. Okay, then. A pensioner was arrested for dumping 200 kilograms of porn in the park. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> a pensioner who dumped almost a quarter ton of porn in an Osaka park is unlikely to be charged, police said Tuesday, because the stash belonged to an ill friend. Hideaki Arachi was spotted unfolding 17 sacks of films and magazines, which included about 500 VHS videotapes. Wait, what? <laughs> in the back of a small truck at a park. Adachi, 70, was arrested on suspicion of Ill illegally dumping 200 kilograms of porn, because apparently legally dumping 200 kilograms of porn is a thing. What was released the next day at the time police he had found a trove in a storehouse belonging to a bedroom and friend. He wanted to get rid of him out of goodwill, a spokesman had said. After the pensioner had left the library in a park with the intention of giving the material away, the spokesman said officers thought not because the videos were laid out to be seen. Honestly, he couldn't have just stopped off at a at a Goodwill store and it just dumped them off to them. 
Um, Ari, do what? you know what 200 kilograms of porn equals to? About 450 pounds. <laughs> yes, a quarter ton of porn. As That's a lot, lot well, of DVDs, I mean... books, and magazines with really weird stains on them. This is also the same country that instead of um, buying, you, you know, instead of passing a bike along to somebody, even if it's a very good bike, they will just throw it away because they would rather be seen as buying something new and fresh. So obviously nobody is going to take used porn because that definitely is not new and fresh. And as Sarah Ackerman <laughs> says, videotapes, what era are we in? And Dungeon Buster goes, no Betamax, I am disappointed. <laughs> nice to see you've got your priorities straight. And to go back to a prior article, uh, Dungeon Buster goes, instead of Lord of War, Lord of Diapers starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, God, he would star in something like that, too. Mako, I, I think you almost brought the chat room to a complete and utter stop. Yay. That's all you can say? It's all you can say. It's all you can say. Actually, I, I'm kind of hoping that somebody from our chat will cosplay it. Cosplay what? Um, a shit ton of dumped porn. <laughs> what? If we can have ball pits, we can have people covered in porn. I wouldn't want to be seen in public covered in porn. Um, why not? Because there's no way I'd ever possibly be able to explain why I have all this porn all, all over me. Uh... What? You're cosplaying. I'm not telling you to go walk around the street. I'm telling you to go to a convention. Cosplay. <laughs> Cosplay a quarter ton of porn. And Act Death is done. He's done. And I think I am too. He's throwing in the towel. God damn it. What? If, pe <laughs> if, if people can cosplay as a fucking ball pit, then they can cosplay as a fucking pile of porn. Not necessarily a fucking pile, but, you know, a pile. <laughs> <laughs> really? <sighs> Do you hear this? You're welcome. I'm tapping out. <laughs> We're going to go to break. <laughs> well, I guess it's, uh, you know, a new meaning to ball pit now. Oh! Get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
<sighs> well, that was fun. You sound like you're hurting inside, dude. <laughs> Out inside. Outside. Emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> When shit like that happens, who else do we blame? Boy, I had nothing to do with that one. Oh. Boy, I had nothing to do with that one. That was all me. Oh. <laughs> it makes him feel better about it, though. And as Raginator said earlier, it's a veritable pornopolis, I tell ya. For some reason, I just can't bring myself. I just can't. I'm sorry. You are not sorry. <laughs> very, very. No, you, 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 you just. Sorry, you, you went. That went completely over your head. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on, and so forth. And then they'll be joining us, and you will hear Mako Chan go off the rails and break the goddamn show. <laughs> You're welcome. If you like what you hear, just send us a line to podcast at animejamsession.com. Hate mail can be sent to Mako Chan at animejamsession.com. Screw you, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> if you like our podcast, you can find all of our episodes on AnimeJamSession.com with other interesting articles. But for some reason, you can't access our site for podcasts due to firewall filters. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, please, we ask for five-star reviews. That's all we're asking. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV, where all twenty, all of our videos for 2013 are up. 2014 videos will be going up starting next week. If you want to check out some of the videos that we like on YouTube and videos that we have done, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJRonMaS, Ari is at Ari22682, and Mako-chan is at Jupluna. If you want to follow us on Twitter, see what conventions are coming up, shows we're going to and so forth and links to articles twitter.com slash anime jam session if you want to follow us individually on twitter you can find me at twitter.com slash djramas ari is at the ari man and mako chan's at jovidea facebook facebook.com slash anime jam session we're at 2860 2860 fans to every single one of you thank you Thank you for the likes, thank you for your support, and thank you for liking everything that's on the page. We're going to continue to bring you more content for you to enjoy. Now, if you want to follow us individually on the Facebooks, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas or that guy. You can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find um, 
Mako-chan over there at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. But we're not the only show on the VOG Network. VOG is Voice of Geeks. If you head over to VOGNetwork.com, there are plenty more VOG-centric uh, based shows that you'll like. If you're into Star Wars, is the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, which is Thursdays at 4 o'clock. And throughout the week, we have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pot Culture, and Under Sedation Live. Four different shows that bring you the best in television, movies, books, British programming, and most importantly, Doctor Who. If you like what we do on Tuesday nights, you should check out Ninja Sister and Pandalicious on Electric Sisterhood. They're on at 8 o'clock, so listen to them at 8 on Tuesdays, then stick around for our pre-show, and then we're live. If you like uh, MMOs and World of Warcraft, check out WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW starting at 12 on Wednesday. And then live, it's Horde House with Sky from OLR uh, Wednesdays at 10. Now, if you like playing video games, if you want to listen to a couple of programs where it's all about the indie gamer, it's no corporate stuff, it's just fans who love the game and you get to hear their voices, hear what they think, and you get to hear speak your mind about it. It starts Sundays at 8 with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Knowledge Radio, which is at 9. Bobby Blackwell Show and OLR. The cornerstone network, cornerstone of the networking block on Vogue Network. And as for something more related to us, kind of, sort of, um, you should might want to check out Delarian Academy. It's a World of Warcraft uh, podcast featuring Seraphita for Seraphita Cosplay. They are put out by D20 Crit, and they are out every Saturday. So swing by and tell them Rhonda says hi. And if we go into the chat room, Black Wolf says, Did I say that the Star Wars Power Pumpkin Contest was a Star Wars show? I believe I said Star Trek. If I said Star Wars, I'm sorry. Mako broke me pretty well, and I'm still recovering, I'm still self healing. Ball pit. <laughs> you want to? You take... will never, ever, ever be able to think about the ball pit without thinking about freaking uh, hentai cosplay. Now, you're welcome. <sighs> Last words, Ari. I rearranged the furniture in my room, pushed the bed all the way into the corner. So now I got all this nice, big, wide-open space in the middle of my room, but now I got nothing to put... Now I... It's like... I need something to put there, like a, like a nice chair or something like that. Besides, I might have people in here. I don't know. Mako? Um... I'm looking at 31 interesting food flavors uh, that we don't get in the U.S. And some of these are really, really gross. And some of these are actually really, really interesting, and I'd love to try them. Like, there's a sausage and beer Dorito in Japan. Ooh. Yeah, there's uh, also soft shell crab, seaweed, and grilled shrimp Pringles in Asia. Ooh. Um, yeah, uh, raw horse meat ice cream in Japan. Because Japan. I, I think that, yeah, I think the weirdest one is, uh, Pizza Getty. 
basically it's slushies. One tastes like pizza and one tastes like spaghetti. And that's from Quebec. Those crazy um, some of them are really weird. Some of them aren't so bad. A spicy tomato filled Krispy Kreme donut in Japan. <clears throat> but yeah, some of them are... Yeah, some of them are a little weird. Some of them are a little cool. Um, and most of the weird ones, obviously, are coming out of Japan. Although this one out of Scotland, it's uh, haggis and black pepper chips. Stop. As in potato chips. I thought they call them crisps over there. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's, yeah, it's potato crisps. But the person that wrote it says chips because, you know, he's American. And if we go into the chat room, Sarah Ackerman says, I will get my 3D maneuver gear and cut some titans now thinking that they are an inflatable pool full of porn. My last words. The podcasting host you're trying to talk to is not available at this moment. <laughs> Please leave a message and he might get back to you if he can find himself. Never, ever, ever again. I win the internets for this one. I got a surprise for you. Yes, you wait. <laughs> okay, and remember, there is no episode, there's no live show next week. There will be a recorded special live from ZenkaiCon that will be on instead, so I'll be going oh, to the... Oh, damn, and there's no new NCIS either. Oh, that means I ain't got to rush home. Even better, going to the Baby Metal concert. Uh... Okay. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm the winner of the internet tonight, Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night ow my head ball pit god damn it Marco <laughs> <laughs> just so you can let Mako-chan get us out of here <laughs> good night Mako-chan good night everyone I think Rama needs a hug go away Jamatane!